Hey, uh, Todd, recently, uh, I can't remember, was it last week? Maybe it was a week before. You made a comment about how when Greg and Sherry were doing a race, it was together they were racing and how, you know, uh, they each did an, like an Iron Man and a half because there was, there was, you remember this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, you said that Sherry was doing this full this Iron Man, and I said, yeah. well, technically, the household was doing it. So really, it was sort of Greg had half, and she had half. If you average it, because that's the way averages work, that the household was doing one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I remember saying that. Now, yeah, yeah. You thought it was pretty funny, didn't you? Oh yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, well, not everyone agrees with you. <laughs> oh. Hi, toddlers! Literally, hi, toddlers! Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince. And Sherry, hi! Where failure is always an option. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Hey, Sherry. Or is that my last name? I get confused. Yeah. I... <laughs> how's it going? It's good. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, my, I suddenly have a lot more free time in my life. So, you know, I needed a toddler number and uh, something to do. <laughs> Somebody's wanting a throw pillow. Ooh, better than a mug. Is that better than a mug? I think so. Uh, get, get guests on the Talking to Todd program. Receive, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, so we have, uh, again, our guest this week, Sherry High, fresh off a 70.3 Iron Man. Is that correct? Correct. So it's it's a half Iron Man. It's not a full Iron Man. It's a half Iron Man. But it is a 70.3. Dwayne and I are looking at each other like, wait, 70, 70.3. That's a half. Like, oh, no, that's, that's, a, a, that's, that's a heck of a lot more than a half. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a lot. Yeah. I'm only half crazy. Be- because a full Iron Man is Tony Stark crazy, apparently. Yeah. And they, mm. you know, we were home. We had driven back from, I had finished the race. We had driven back from Madison, fought for a couple hours in the car, missed a couple exits, tried to save our marriage. And we got home and Greg said, don't ever do a full because those fools are still racing. <laughs> and you ran for just, or, Competed for, check me, just over eight hours? Eight hours and four minutes and 35 seconds, if you want to get technical. And did did you have a race goal? Yeah, I did. Um, not to die and um, <laughs> to finish. So the uh, cutoff time where they pull you from the course and tell you you're a loser is eight hours and 30 minutes. So I was going to be good with 829 59.99. That was, that was my goal. Just, and did I you beat that? I, I did. I don't, I, I don't I have would've... to, don't have to set a world record. Just have to stay in front of the Grim Reaper van. That's just driving <laughs> behind everybody. Right. Yeah. And, and as we'll discuss, I, I would have been um, faster except for maybe a series of unfortunate events. 
Oh, that's that's what we specialize in here on talking. Oh, Italian. hey, that sounds like content. It that's does. What that sounds like it, it could be. It could be. And you know what? That also sounds like a promo, a well done promo. Look at that. That's a teaser. Look at you, podcast professional. Wow. Are you sh- are you sure you've never done this before? Pretty sure. Okay. Who are you guys? <laughs> for for starters. Your race number was? Ooh, 3187. Congratulations. Welcome, Sherry High, toddler number 3187. You will forever be known as toddler number 3187. Never mind the fact that it makes our numbers look really, really big. Because we now have 3,187 listeners. Is there a toddler number 3,186? You you finished ahead of them. Does that help? Sure. <laughs> so you know, as you know what that is though, that's just smart marketing. I mean, that's just right. That's you know. Again, this goes back to uh, I, Dwayne. I know you've heard this story before, but when I when I worked for the newspaper at Ames, uh, we owned the company owned one truck, one delivery truck is all that we owned. Uh, to deliver all the papers throughout Ames and around. And on the side of the truck, it was labeled Unit 7 because the owners <laughs> thought that if we said that we that, that was Unit 7, it seemed like they're pro- if they're, why if that's Truck 7, there must be six there's other a, trucks. There's a fleet. There's an yes. entire fleet of trucks. Yes. S- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Well, I will tell you, there were literally probably 3,186 people in front of me in the race. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah, but did all of those people finish? No, a majority of them did. So there was a full going on at the same time as the half. Uh, saw some other unfortunate events where people didn't finish. Greg got to watch people get plucked out of the water um, that, that, oh. that didn't make it. Um, but they got an A for effort. Well, well, you know what? If if you're gonna if you're gonna ruin your day in a triathlon, ruining during the swim is really the place to ruin it because then that you the rest of your day is completely open. What you don't want to do is ruin it during the run because you've already done the swim and you've already done the bike. I mean, now you're you're basically you can almost see the finish line. So seriously, like if if you're gonna struggle or give up, do it early and then go get some ice cream. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I almost gave up during the run, which wouldn't have been good planning. <laughs> I should have talked to you for my race strategy. <laughs> I, I, I sent, I sense another opportunity here in the talking to Todd empire. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how many people listen to this kind of podcast, and I'm not sure if anyone from my tri club listens to this podcast. I'm pretty gonna safely assume no, but um, but but they might listen to this episode now that you're on it. And if they if we can get them if we can get them in the door, we've yeah. got a shot. So welcome, new toddlers. So thirty one eighty eight is wide open. <laughs> <laughs> We so we know we could just jump to 4500 to make you guys, you know, even more inflated. Hey, you know, I at, at some point I've got to be able to get out the door. So 
So we we normally we normally start the show out with uh, feedback and follow ups and updates and, and corrections from last week. Um, Sherry, did you have any notes? Did you did you happen to listen to last week's show? You were probably training. She had other stuff to do. <laughs> we actually listened to it on the way up to Madison for my race. Oh yes, because you texted me during it. That's it right. It did. We, I, I could probably pull that up. We had some nice, nice texts, but uh, I, I did, you know, want to just add on to Lisa's story um, about the travel because like her, I deal with maybe people who lack intelligence when it comes to travel boundaries, um, <laughs> you know, or just in general. <laughs> I work, I work for the school system and um, am head of health services, which is fun during COVID. It was, it was a good career move, um, you know, with a doctorate program, a race, and I decided to take on, you know, health services. It was maybe not my smartest moment. But in the last three weeks, I've had three conversations with three different families, um, explaining to them why first Canada and then Mexico is considered international travel. They don't think their kids should have to quarantine if they go to Canada and Mexico. Wait. And one family told me, but they're attached to the United States. That, that, but. Yeah. Be careful. You, you could be condescending. You could be condescending because I was condescending when I said, they're international travel because they're not part of our country. Uh -huh. <clears throat> yeah. And, and I was thinking, you know, have we seen the map of Europe? All those countries touch, but yet they're different nations. International. I'm just, I, inter, I'm, I, that's the inter part of the international. I didn't suggest that he ask his fifth grader because <laughs> I wasn't sure he was smarter than his fifth grader. Just wasn't sure. Yeah, I was actually thinking that. I was like, so, I mean, the first, my first thought is, is that I, I don't know what school district that guy went to, but they need help. Um, now, if it happens to be the school district that you're employed by, that's a problem. But then I thought, well, actually, maybe that's what you needed to do, which was... Okay, before I answer your question, I'm going to have to ask your fifth grader, is this true or false? Because here's the thing. If they believe that your statement that Canada and Mexico are not international travel because, quote unquote, they touch. If your fifth grader agrees with that, I will see what I can do about the 10-day quarantine, waiving that. But they're going to have to repeat fifth, fourth, and maybe third grade. If they disagree with you, um, they get to go on the trip, and you get to take geography for two weeks in their place. That would have been a good suggestion. <laughs> yeah. The other, the other family's rationale was California took longer to get to than Mexico. So it didn't make sense that they had to quarantine if they were going to Mexico because their flight was longer to California. And what was I doing about the Californians? Nothing. 
Not doing anything about the calendar. Oh, no, they're taking care of themselves, so don't worry about them. So, wow. Wow. That's just, I'm just stunned. I don't, I have no response. And you work for a school district, right? School district. Like, yeah, well, these are parents in the school district. They're, they're, their children we're educating. We're not taking any credit for them. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, look, if there's there's places you feel confident in being stupid in front of other people, but I think inside a school is not one of them, right? Have have you watched any recent school board discussions on YouTube? I mean, um I I um I catch them on Peacock. They are all being streamed on the uh, WWE channel. So you, you can watch, you can watch the wrestling and then school board matches. And a lot of times it's really hard to figure out which one is which. Yeah. We're, we're dangerously, dangerously close to the other podcast here. We, 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 we are, but, but I'm just going to say but, this. I, I'm just going to say this, right? If you're actually dealing with parents who are arguing, who are arguing because they actually believe that going to Canada and Mexico is not should not be considered international travel because quote unquote they touch and quote unquote it's closer. The flight time is less. <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> 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 not the direction I thought this would go, but here we are. Welcome to talking friend. to Todd. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at that point, then you know if if, if the conversation goes that way, though. I mean, at that point, the whole the whole piece about them not having a clue as to what is or is not the United States is it's a funny little anecdote because now you got other issues to worry about. You've completely disarmed them. And we have maybe a different quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Other other notes and feedback. Oh, I had a correction. Yep. Ronnie. Ricky, Bobby, and Mike. Bobby, Bobby, Ricky, Ronnie, and Mike. Um, that's that's new addition. Those those six guys are new addition. Um, the song was sung by Bel Biv DeVoe, which is only three of the members of New Edition. I, I don't know if anybody cares or not, but I did want to come clean and know that I admit that I screwed that up. Greg High cared. He oh, was he did. screaming at the um at at the at the, the sound machine from the car, <laughs> whatever it's called, radio. That yeah. that was new edition, dude. That's new edition. Yeah, he's like, oh, I you can't know, you shouldn't have shared that with us because that now just gives me an idea of a new running gag is Dwayne. We need to we need to drop in a clearly false statement once an episode that we know will get under Greg's skin just to have him. No, no, don't do that. Why are you doing that? And just, just wrote like, you know, for instance, like I'm just, I'm making this up off the top of my head. Right. Like, um, Hey Dwayne, um, you know, you know, that iconic uh, bulls Jersey, the 21 Jersey that, uh, Jordan wore, right? Like, I mean, you can't think about, you can't think about the bulls without that 21 Jersey. Right. I mean, (laughs) The, well, or 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 James Taylor's famous song "Sledgehammer," right? I mean, you would really hurt him. You would. <laughs> You'd make his tiny little head blow up. This is not how this is supposed to go. What's wrong with these people? I thought they were my friends. 
<laughs> I thought we knew them. Oh, jokes, jokes for four people. I love yeah. them. <laughs> well, it is our entire audience. Okay. So, um... <laughs> wait, I thought there were 3,186 people besides me. Uh, uh, downloads. Yeah. Not all at once. Not all. At, no, <laughs> not yeah, not all at once. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, as long as we have that clear. All right. So do we have anything else uh, since we're still, I think we're still in follow-up. Is there anything else uh, you, you made your correction in the end? Um, actually anything else? Uh, toddler negative 18. Oh, so if we're 3186 and then we add on the other additional negative toddlers in between negative 18 and zero, that makes our numbers even, sorry. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Sarah Judson Brown, toddler negative 18 from Minnesota. Uh, Lisa's a really great guest, loved her travel stories. The lady with the bag who stomped on her foot when she didn't get her way is proof that we have a crisis of children walking around in adult bodies. <laughs> Absolutely true. Um, hey, Lisa, did see. you check to make sure it wasn't three three kids just in a trench coat? Kind of just... <laughs> Air, anyway. <laughs> um, and then there was this. I know who new kids on the block are. Now, was I young when they were going? Yes, yes, I was. All right, but I know who they are. As far as Maroon 5 goes, all right, I have children who listen to them. I'm just younger than you two and Dan by a generation. That's all I'm asking, well, I knew that I did know the Million Dollar Man, um, or $8 million man. Actually, you know what? Maybe I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> who they were all right but i was somewhat in the right ballpark love it as always thank you as well lisa for the travel story good stuff brought to you by dj to go cedar valley your five star dj in the cedar valley. wilkinson chiming in from obviously the cedar valley by the way uh quick question Dwayne. this is this just hit me listening back last week um what's What's the what's the geographic area that you live in? Not the town, but like the sort of the what's the like what's the geographic area in your area? The the golden circle? That doesn't sound right, but the, okay. No, sure. That's, well, that's what that's what the Des Moines Register used to call their coverage area that was greater than Metro Des Moines, but um, oh, that was know. just a anyway. marketing term to make when they when they when they fired more than half of their staff and retreated away from covering Iowa to a place that could be uh, cheaply covered. They called it the Golden Circle to make it sound like it was an improvement. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking. You know what? I'll just I'll I'll just throw this out though. I mean, I mean, they may they may have the 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 uh, DJ to go the five star uh, Cedar Valley DJ, but you, in my mind, you're the you're the you're the five star uh, Norwalk DJ. Uh, uh, well, I, I I am I am the correspondent for the people, as I was informed last night. Really? So yes, because I'm on when I do radio on Friday night for KXNO, I am Dwayne, not the Rock Johnson. Oh, and, okay. then I, and, and then I was told I'm, I'm the correspondent for the people. So, yes. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate that. It, that's, it's a rock. It's a, it's a Dwayne the Rock Johnson joke. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the people's champion. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Yeah. 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 I came up with yeah, a If you had other... to explain it. 
No, I just came up with four other jokes, but all of them were for the other podcast. So uh, oh. we should just we should just move on. <laughs> just move on. Uh, it, do you have any any? Did any? Do we have any other corrections, feedback, follow up? Are we we good? No, I think we're good. I think you know. I okay. mean, we're halfway through the podcast, so I think we're I think we're good. <laughs> Excellent. So so Sherry, um, high point of the race. Well, hold on just a second before, oh, before we sorry, get there. Yes. Let me let me okay. let me just. Because I mean, you know, Dwayne and I follow um, follow long distance endurance sports. I mean, yeah. I mean that's that's really all that uh, ESPN Ocho is tuned to for us. But um, just for for the listeners who who don't follow uh, the world of competitive triathlon, um, you said that it's a it's a seventy point three triathlon. Now, is that steps or like meters or like, like how, what, what did you do that, that gets classified as a 70.3, uh, triathlon beers? Well, first of all, I, I, I'm not, I'm not competitive, right? Like, so let's just, okay. let's just get that. I'm not competitive. Um, 70.3 miles, miles. Okay. So it's a, a 1.2 mile swim followed by a nice 56 mile bike lap ride. And then a 13.1 mile run. And a 13.1 mile run. That sounds familiar. That's a half a marathon, right? It is. So, so you swim more than a mile, you bike more than 50 miles, and that's your warm up to run a half marathon. Yeah. Do, do, do you stop every five or six miles to eat a cinnamon roll or a piece of pie? Well, that's part of my story. Okay. That, is, that is part of my story of what made this day so freaking special. Um, you eat before the swim, right? Because okay. you, you need you need a little bit of energy. Um, yep. So uh, I am a toddler at heart. So during this whole training, I survived on pop tarts and uncrustables and okay. um, like little fruit snacks, although they weren't really fruit snacks. The and meals took, of champions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then for the bike ride, knowing myself, I uh, had liquid nutrition because I, I digested it really well. It didn't upset my stomach. I could kind of sip on it the entire time and just kind of keep a steady state. Right. So the swim. Dwayne no- usually has liquid nutrition uh, in a glass during this recording. So, yeah, he knows all about it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of barley, some hops. Some, some grain. This this might have been minus the um, more sugar, uh, ah, less okay. uh, less hops, less less. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's probably good. Yep. So I'm I'm I've completed the swim successfully. I'm I'm pretty happy. High and I'm guessing is and this is a this is an open water swim. This isn't like doing laps in a pool. This is like get into this is like get into like a real body of water kind of thing where you can't really the the water quality isn't sort of like there's seaweed it's Hmm. a lake yeah okay Uh, they have a lot of kayaks a lot of lifeguards a lot of people making sure you don't die um that's comforting yeah yeah or not i don't like there's there's like that point like when you go someplace and you see like one guard you're like well that's great they've got a guard here or whatever but like if you see like 15 heavily armed guards walking around you're like this the fact that they're here no longer makes me feel safe. Like, why do yeah. you need 15 armed guards? To your point, I'm just going to go for a swim in the lake. Don't worry. We have we have kayaks and swimmers and lifeguards positioned every hundred feet. Why? 
<laughs> so when you get kicked in the face by a fellow swimmer, you know, someone will see you go under. That's, that's Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I survived the swim. My goal was you have to do the swim in an hour and 10 minutes. My goal was an hour and nine minutes and 59 seconds. Um, okay. And, and I, I swam in 54 minutes. Didn't set the world on fire, but, you know, it was all good. Come out of the water, high five family. Then they make you run up a parking garage, like a helix, like a, think Hot Wheels. You know those Hot Wheels uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you had when you were kids? Yeah. You have to run up that to your bike because they have a sixth sense of humor. Hey, hey, should Does... we put all the should we put all the bikes here on the ground level? No, no, no. You know, you know it'd be funny. If we made them run all the way up to the top of this with their feet wet after they came, you know what? We should make them run with, with wet feet on bare concrete around a circle. This will be fun. And, and and I'm guessing not have it count towards your 13.1, right? Ding, ding, ding. Yes. 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 You're so smart. So you could do this. You could do this. <laughs> I love it. You get to your bike, your little, your transition area. You know, you dry off as best you can. You know, you put on your biking shoes and clip in. And here's a funny story. They said, ride, run your bike to the Mount Lions. And I'm like, what is he talking about? I don't know. I'm like, are there paintings of mountain lions? Like, is there like a statue of a mountain lion in the garage? Like, I'm like, I I, I don't, I I don't get it, but I'm just gonna, I, I'm last. Ish. No, but so there's a run. puma. There's a puma over in the corner. But but no, yes. Yeah, I'm like I'm near last, so I'm just gonna run my bike where everybody else is running their bike. And so the guy standing there is like, "Okay, here's the mount line." I'm like, "Oh, mount line. Ah. Oh, there's no mountain lion. Okay, okay, okay. I'm stupid." <laughs> Although I gotta say, if they wanted to improve everybody's times. I mean, admittedly, some people's times are going to get significantly worse, but a number of people's times are going to get significantly better if a mountain lion was involved, because you'd be amazed at how fast you can go when there's a mountain lion behind you. Right. right. Again, I, I don't have to be faster than the mountain lion. But I just need to be faster than you. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So then you ride your bike down the helix. Right. So that's fun. And then you set off on your 56 miles. We're going to give you the most technical portion right away at the beginning. So if you're not quite ready to go, you're just going to hit the edge of this and fall right over. And then your day's done. But we're going to do that early for you. They're nice that way, aren't they? So, you know, I start off on my little bike ride. You know, 56 miles is a long time to ride. So I'm pacing myself. I have my nutrition. I am set. I've planned. Everything's good, right? Two miles in, I hit a bump, and my bottle cage goes flying into the middle of the road. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. And this little little volunteer goes, oh, I'll get it for you, because there, volu- there was a, it was like almost at an intersection. And so he brings me my bottle, and he goes, well, unfortunately, most of it spilled. I said, it's, it's fine. I got this. I got more powder. I have another bottle here. You know, it, I brought extra. Actually, I'd stuffed everything I owned pretty much in the back of my jersey because I wasn't sure what I was going to need when. And I was a little like, just, I'm taking everything with me. Turned out to be a really poor choice. But, you know, at the time, it seemed to be good. Um, so, you know, that spills. Okay, fine. Little things are going to happen. I keep riding. I get about 
I don't know, let's just call it 18 miles in because there was a butt long way to go. And I come across hundreds of bottles from the thousands of people before me in the road. And I thought, I wonder what they're doing here. And then I hit the bump and my bottle goes flying again. <laughs> and I'm like, and it goes down like this embankment. And I'm like, well, that's not coming back. Oh, and as dear. I'm looking at it, I hit another bump and my second bottle goes flying down the same embankment. So I'm like, well, now I have nothing. This isn't good. So I'm a little like, gosh, I have what? What's 56 minus 18? We can do the math, right? Because we're, we're pretty smart people. Canada. No, sorry. Different conversation. Sorry. That's... <laughs> A long way to go, right? A long, a long, yes. Plus, plus a half marathon. So I'm like, wow, this this isn't what I planned. I, I'm not really happy. But I got stuff in my pocket. Now, I will say, it seems like a really bad place to put bumps. My guess is those bumps were installed by the company that sells water bottles to bikers. I bet you're I, right. I just... Like, and it's part of their recycling program, right? So like you left yours and they're like, hey, free bottles. And then they grab them, they wash them out and then they can sell them. Hey, does anybody need any water bottles? I heard you lost some. That looks like mine. Eh, not yours anymore. There's a glut of used bottles on eBay right now. I'm betting somewhere. Yeah, right. I should go buy some for cheap. Good, good thinking. Barely, so, barely used. Barely. barely yes. It's what we do around here. About this time. Maybe it was a little before mile 18 because about this time I decide now's a good time to like, I don't have any food. I'm going to stop at this little aid station. I'm going to use the lovely Portageon in Verona, uh, Verona, Wisconsin, right outside of Madison. Verona is a lovely town. I've been there many, many times. It's it a very fun. lovely town. Yeah. You know, um, so I am wearing basically think of it as a, a giant onesie for an adult. Right. It's it's a zip up has for a woman, a built in bra, you know, the whole it doesn't slip. It's very comfortable. And uh, I have to take it down to go to the bathroom in the Porta John in Verona. And I take it down and all my remaining nutrition, all my bars, all my powder, oh, no. everything I own is now in the bottom of a Porta John in Verona. And I'm standing there and my phone also in, in the, in the, hits the edge of the abyss of hell and bounces off to the floor, which was the only, only good thing. Cause I'm standing there now naked, pretty much to my knees, staring at my day's nutrition that's sitting <laughs> not in good, not, not, not going to eat that by the way. Everything I own is in the bottom of a Porta John in Verona. Sounds like the most Johnny Cash lyric of any Johnny Cash song. <laughs> well, it, it was my life. It was my life. Well, everything I own is in the bottom of <laughs> anyway, sorry. So now I'm like, wow, this is a bad day. I got I got a bike like 30 more miles and I have nothing to eat. They have stuff on the course, but like, 
I like what I like and I'm used to this and you're not supposed to do anything new on race day. So I'm like, well, I'm screwed. So I zipped myself up. I said goodbye to my nutrition, hand sanitized the heck out of my phone, um, <laughs> got back on my bike and was regretting every life choice I had made up to this point. Start riding again. And I'm like, mm, I need something to eat now. So I grabbed a banana. Trying to ride a, eat a banana while riding up a hill is really hard. Not finger food. That was hard. Um, then, you know, things went fine. Then you hit a really, really steep, long hill. And people are getting off and they're just walking. Right? They're walking. And then the sides of the roads are like lined with people screaming at you to go up the hill. And they're, they're basically nice. And I hear this little kid who's like walking next to me faster than I'm biking because I'm not walking my bike. I'm, I'm still biking. And he's like, hey, 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 bring your grandma. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. And, and, and he goes, you're doing better than all those wussies who are walking. That a way. Way to go, kid. Both hey and thank you. <laughs> yeah so um it, that, that that was interesting so i finally make it up the hill and then you think oh i get a nice downhill right this will be fun yeah the nice downhill ends in a 90 degree turn so as soon as you like get any momentum you got to go on the brakes it, it wasn't fun I, I i didn't like it i was pretty pissy when i got off the bike um and i never thought i'd be looking forward to running so, but I was, I was like, I'm ready to be off the bike. So you um, ride your bike back up the helix now because you have to get back to transition. So you've just 3000 feet of climbing, lots of hills, very, very, very hard ride, right up the helix. Great, now I get to run a half marathon. This is good. Greg and my daughter and her boyfriend were at transition cheering me on, which was great. And whenever I'd say anything negative leading up to the race, Mr. Greg High would laugh at me and say, stop talking. So if I'd say, I'm nervous about that, he'd go, stop talking. Um, it, so, <laughs> so, so you, listen, I've got some emotions and feelings. Repress them. Exactly. <laughs> Just repress them. That's the best way to deal with feelings is just hold them in. It'll fuel you up the helix. <laughs> exactly. The day before, so the day before the race, I went for a practice swim and it was very windy and there were white caps on the lake and I just absolutely got battered. And I got out and I was really nervous and upset. And I'm like, Greg, I, if it's like this tomorrow, I'm screwed. And he's like, stop talking. And that, that was his response. He was so supportive. It was, it was, it was beautiful. I'm just, I'm not going to speak for Dwayne, but I'm going to be just real clear here at no point. Have I ever, or will I ever just look at Lisa and say, stop talking. That's not going to go well for me. So I'm just, that's, that's, that's really, I'm going to be clear about that. But you know, Greg, you do you. You notice he's not here. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, so how, how, how is, how is the Motel 6? Yeah. I haven't um, seen him in the back or wandering around or anything there in the house. Um. Uh, he's not here. Okay. Yeah, he's not here. We won't talk about where he is, but he's not here. He did come back from Madison, I promise. Okay. So I, uh, yeah, yeah, because if you do anything and you cross state lines, it's a federal offense. But once you lure him back into Illinois, that's a whole other level of defense yeah. that you need. 
We're all good. I researched the laws very carefully. This isn't going on the air, right? <laughs> oh, it is, but nobody listens. It's okay. That's <laughs> I'm just worried about those negative toddlers. <laughs> so I start the run and um, the first three miles, I'm trying to will my body to move in a straight line and, and, and kind of spoil alert. It doesn't want to. It's, it's not happy. Um, so I'm kind of doing a walk run thing, which I kind of planned on, you know, I knew it was going to feel terrible. And then miles three to six were fine. Like, I don't remember them. Nothing bad happened. Um, I remember seeing camp Randall. Uh, we ran through camp Randall at UW. That was kind of, kind of neat. There had been a game there the day before. So there were people like walking, washing the puke off the, mm. the, um, the stadium and, you know, okay. they were, uh, had leaf blowers and they were they were blowing the garbage down on us while we were running. It was really really nice. Um, a scene right out of Chariots of Fire. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, a neat experience. And then you know I'm at mile six and I'm like, God, I'm hungry. Like my my body needs some food and I'm starting to feel a little shaky. But you know I have nothing because we've discussed everything I own is in the bottom of a porta potty in Verona, set to a Johnny Cash you know, riff. Um, so I like, well, I'll just grab another banana. Banana seems safe, right? Take a banana, grab a couple pretzels, run another mile, one mile seven. I'm starting to feel really kind of bad and, uh, crampy and just, just not good with life. So I grabbed some Gatorade. I, I don't do Gatorade, but it seemed like the best alternative. Right. Like I needed some electrolytes, some liquid nutrition. I just got to finish this darn race. Right. Well, the stomach ejected the Gatorade, the banana, the flat Coke, the pretzels, just like my bottles were ejected from the bike. Oh, no. So now I'm on the side of the road at mile eight, losing my cookies. And I'm like, well, this really sucks because I have five more miles to go. And I'm like, oh. This, you know, then it starts to rain. So now I'm wet, I'm puking, and I have a long way to go. But I thought I'm not doing like a 68.3. I'm doing a 70.3, right? Like you, you, you got you to finish it. So somehow I stumble the mile nine where I get sick again and my Garmin starts going off that my heart rate's abnormally high. And I'm like, well, that's not good. No. Like, what's going on here? And endurance heart rate, you know, you guys as excellent endurance athletes know you don't want to get to your max heart rate, right? You're going to keep it, you know, 70, 80%. So for me, that's probably I want to be in the 140s. I'm reading in the 180s. Not, not so good, right? So I'm feeling really dizzy. I'm like, do I want to die doing this? Do I want to die doing this? I, I'm not really sure if this is worth it. You know, like, I'm not really like, I'm not sold on this. And um, so I threw up again. And this like 77-year-old volunteer who tells me he's like a 10-time Iron Man is like, sweetie, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And meanwhile, my Garmin's going beep, 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 beep. He's like, what's your name? And I'm like, oh, he's gonna pull me. Like he's gonna, like, he's he's gonna pull me from the course. And um and, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not telling him my name. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not telling him who I am. And he goes, okay, Bib 3187. And he punches it into his little phone. And he goes, oh, oh, okay. 
okay. And I'm like, who's he talking to? And I realize he's talking to me. And he goes, here's what you have to do. I just looked at your times and you have to do three 25 minute miles to finish this time, to finish this. He's like, you're almost a mile 10, three 25 minute miles and you got this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he goes, you can walk 25 minute miles. And he pushes me. He pushes me. Really? Down the road. He's like, but you got to go. I'm like. I mean, that's a sweet story. Here's the other thing. If you drop dead in front of him, he's got paperwork. So what he needs to do is he needs you to continue away to the next volunteer because then he doesn't, have to fill to out, the... he doesn't have to fill out any forms because otherwise that's the rest of his day. Yeah, right. It's all bad, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought he was being nice, but he just wanted to avoid paperwork. Thanks. I had one feel good story about this darn race. And now my good story is at the bottom of a porta potty in Verona. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You've, you've listened to this podcast before, before you came on, right? I mean, it's... You guys keep asking that and I know the right answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I listen to this all the time, Tim. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, right. <laughs> Talking Harry? to Tim. That's what this is, right? Isn't that, isn't that the show? Yeah. Oh, that's the podcast I did last night. <laughs> So you had three miles to go, 25-minute miles. Did you beat that goal? I did. I did. I I finished with 25 minutes to spare, maybe 26. Uh, and the finish line was sweet. I really thought it'd be, like, super emotional or, like, I'd be really happy. No, I was just glad to be done. Um, really just wanted to get out of my onesie and, you know, they made me go to the medical tent. I was annoyed. Um, and they're like, oh, your heart rate's really high. Your blood pressure's kind of low. You need to drink some cold Sprite. And you're like, yeah. Do you know what I just did? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 50 miles. And then and then a half a marathon. Yeah. So the person who's sitting on the sitting on the in the medical tent in on the couch eating a bar. So um, you look like you're in stress. Yeah. yeah. Um, has anything happened to you recently? <laughs> I'm drinking the Sprite to appease the physician and um, I, I'm wet because it's rained and I've sweated and um, I it's now 68 degrees. And so I'm now cold, right? Like this isn't like genius, right? So I start shaking and he's like, oh, well, I think you have to go to the hospital. And I go, I'm just really cold and wet and you're making me drink Sprite. And he goes, well, do you want some of the warm chicken soup? Where the hell was that the first time? I'm like, yes, yes. I want some warm chicken soup so I can get out of here. And then Greg's standing on the other side of the, the, the tent, like, like half wall tent type thing. And I'm like, give me your jacket. And he's like, oh, do you want one of the blankets? Worst medical help ever. Yeah, he was nice, but, you know. Um, I see you have a knife sticking out of your chest. Would you like me to do something about that? Yeah. So, yeah, um, that was my 70.3 story. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. You tell the whole of that, and then you say, it was fun. 
Um, I'm not sure that, that they're going to use your stories as the triathlon recruitment posters. Um, come and see the bottom of porta toilets in Verona and yep. puke your guts out near Camp Randall Stadium and, and then almost have to go to the hospital. Hope to see you next year. $125 entry fee. $125? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. A little more. A little more. But, more. but you know... Um, that, that, those parking garage helixes don't pay for themselves. That's right. <laughs> Neither does the dirt on them and the rocks that stick to your bottom of your feet. Like, I think I got charged extra for that. Um, Dwayne had said on your podcast last week to move with purpose. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I had to channel my inner Dwayne and, and move with some purpose. Did you break your foot? I didn't, though. Then you didn't do it right. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you didn't either. Yeah. You don't want any part of what I got. But, you know, I, I do want to be a toddler. I want to go to bed early. I want to eat small, frequent meals and, um, you know, lots of snacks and uh, move purpose. So well, well, um, welcome. Welcome to the toddler army. <laughs> 3187 reporting for duty. <laughs> Yeah, what what all of our toddlers don't know is when we're short of uh, material on one week, we just get to draft any one of them to come on and tell us some of the most painful stories that have happened to them in the last couple of weeks for the entertainment of others. (laughs) So that's that's not we 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 end with what did you learn this week? Not how bad did your week suck? But uh, but okay. I mean, it's the same thing. We just put a different spin on it. Yeah. So, so by the way, I mean, we were talking earlier about, you know, um, uh, about how, you know, maybe I could have helped you, you know, maybe get your mind, you know, set for some of this stuff. Um, so, uh, I, 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 I didn't really want to steal your thunder, but, but there are, there are two people on this podcast who've completed a triathlon. Um, I, I, I actually completed a triathlon, uh, in high school. It was a little shorter than yours. Um, it was it was a it was slightly less than the Olympic distance. Um, there's a couple of things that uh, as you were talking, I was just making a couple of notes. You know, we were talking about like all of the all of the 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 kayakers and everything out there to save you, right? During mine, the safety people almost drowned me. Um, That's for planning. Well, so it, it's it was at Lake Anita State Park. And, um, you can't see anything in the water at all. Like it's a good Iowa Lake, right? Like it's just murky and green. Like when you're swimming, you can't see your hand, right? Like it's just like, uh, ew, right? It's like jello or solid. Yeah. Yeah. And I was swimming and, uh, and I, I were swimming out. I tend to, I tend to breathe, I don't know, left-handed or whatever, and did some competitive swimming. I tend to only breathe on my left side, and that was on the outside. So that's facing the outside of the course kind of thing. And as I came up to get a breath, a scuba diver less than an arm's length away surfaced that I couldn't see at all. So as I turned my head, somebody else's head in a scuba gear popped up. <laughs> Hello. At which point I went, ha! Ah! As my as my face was going back in the water and then sucked in a bunch of water. And I thought, for a second, I thought, if this goes poorly, the scuba diver is gonna think, thank goodness I'm here. Uh, how 
how close do you have to be? I'm swimming here. <laughs> you were talking about you had a lightweight bike. Um, I, I used the same bike on that that I used on Regbri. And at one point, I was super into, I should make my bike really light. But then I read something in Bicycling Magazine that was talking about, like, you know, and this is a number of decades ago. Uh, but, the, you know, this is when they were starting to be like, oh, you know what you can do is you can take your pedals and you can drill out holes in your pedals at that point to save, you know, ounces. And you can spend ridiculous amounts of money to shave an ounce or whatever. And basically, the article I read in Bicycle Magazine said, before you drop a thousand or two thousand dollars to save a pound or two on your bike, look at yourself in the mirror and say, how many extra pounds are you carrying? And I went, Oh yeah, yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to buy my way out of this. <laughs> so the bike in in this teamwork thing, the bike's not the problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. And and then I and then I get to do a 10k run. And as you pointed out, were there, were there the, mountain lions? Um, no, no. Oh, there right. were just uh, gnats. Lots and <laughs> lots of gnats. The the thing is, is that when I when I went to do this, um, I I was on the competitive swim team in in our town which wasn't i mean competitive in quotes whatever so so i did a lot of swimming and i did a lot of biking because i did ragbri not competitive but i did a lot of biking and i hated running and i did the minimum necessary that to get ready for what i thought was enough and to your point um so i swam pretty well and on the bike i was flying past people and just zoom like oh this is great like i should be doing more of these and then on the run Every single person entered in that triathlon passed me. And I'm pretty sure a couple of people passed me twice and it wasn't a loop. Like, I don't know how they did it, <laughs> but I'm like, didn't this person already pass me at one point? Were you I, moving backwards? Um, it, it, at times it felt like that. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and I just recently found in a pile of pictures, my, my grandpa took me there. And he took pictures of me along the route and I can see me running and I'm like, that didn't look good. Like nothing. There's like the still motion of me running does not look like I know that technically I was in the running portion. It does even to still photo. And, and I look slow there. Like I just, um, <laughs> I was, I was amazed. Like I was pretty sure at one point I thought how many people could possibly be entered in this because there are so many people passing me. Um, and I just want to lay down because I don't want to run. I don't, I, I, I don't like running. I don't enjoy running. I like swimming and biking. Could, could I do a, could I just stop or could I take somebody else in? And eventually, uh, yeah, the, the number, I, I think I came in like third to last, uh, eventually, uh, because, uh, I, I just, I couldn't do it. And, and I went, well, um, check that off. Um, maybe, maybe I don't need to do that again. So, um, or there you, you could go. just work at getting better at running. Well, again, I was in high school and my thought was I could either get better or quit. And quitting is a hell of a lot easier as it turns out. Um, so, so I, I got to say I finished it and, uh, barely. And, uh, and then, um, and then, and then, and then I was finished. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like, you know, I mean, I, I did, I did, you know, I did like less than a mile swim and, you know, 25 miles of biking and six miles of running. So we basically did about the same, not really at all. No, 
I do have to say, I've been to Madison a number of times. I've been to Verona a number of times. What I'm surprised when you said that you could grab a couple of bananas or whatever, I am actually surprised that the only thing I'm surprised that when you like went to an aid station or on the side of the road, I would have expected the only thing that was set out for you was fried cheese curds. <laughs> I think just as you're as you're running, you just you just you just take a handful of fried cheese curds and you just pop them in your mouth, right? Like just because because that's really going to help the body adjust to this eight hours of activity. All, well, that, you, all that grease and oil and and yeah, uh, oh, that's just that's just rocket well, fuel, right there. You, you got you got to wash it down with spotted cow. That that solves all your problems. That's any that's, of the new any of the new Galeris beers are you know pretty pretty good um there were people offering not at the aid stations but out of the kindness of their heart uh beer and shots on the on the course um i did not partake uh probably smart i might have wished i had you know we but we are happy for you we are proud of you that you finished way to go sherry that's awesome yeah. really I, are We're... i can retire from fitness i just want to swim faster than greg <laughs> He's a faster swimmer than me, and I don't really? get it. I'm more aerodynamic. Is he more buoyant? He might be more buoyant. <laughs> there's definitely, there's definitely that. But we get in the pool, and and and, and he's taller, right? He's taller. Yes. He pushes off the wall. He goes a lot further, and he just goes. And I'm how how does how does he compete against you in open water? He's he's too afraid. See that. See, he's he knows that because he's taller. Pushing off the wall is his secret sauce, right? What you need to do is you need to get him out into open water because that no longer uh, that that all of a sudden now that he doesn't have that to fall back on, and uh, and now you're used to it. And then what you need to do is if he doesn't listen to this episode, um, just tell him, hey, be careful because the scuba diver might jump up in front of you at any point. So be on the lookout for that and then say go. And then he's like, wait, what? And then and then you've got him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He, he was a really good. Um, he was a really good Sherpa. You know, your Sherpas who carries all your stuff and takes care of you. And he, he did a really he, he went above and beyond up to the point where he told me to stop talking. I mean, admittedly, a great Sherpa would have recovered all of your stuff for you. He did. I mean, oh, did he? He did. He he got my bike out of transition. He put it in the car. He... Oh no no! I meant all your other st- your your other. Oh, stuff. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, no 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 no! But <clears throat> by the way, uh, and Dwayne, the, Dwayne, this this part can absolutely be cut out. Uh, the uh you the Ironman US championship is being held in this in the undisclosed location Saturday uh uh-huh. for the the 70.3 uh distance. Uh we can't leave our house on Saturday because the route wraps around three sides of this and closes off all the roads around us. So uh yeah, yeah. So at some point. Um, we, we have, we have a regular one every year and then the U S championship is here for two years in a row, I think. Yeah. I, I know I that because I wasn't invited. <laughs> so I, you, you two have both competed in them. I have checked people in for the iron man in Des Moines. So I have volunteered for four hours and checked people in. And the question that I asked, one of the questions that I got to ask people I was, as I was checking them in was 
if you qualify, do you plan to go to national? And some of them said, no. I'm like, seriously, if you qualify, come on. Really? Right. And they're like, I'm not going to qualify. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But think positive. If you did, would you go? Oh, well, in that case, heck yeah. I'm like, we're checking the box. Dwayne. Yes. They didn't ask me. <laughs> they didn't know. <laughs> Your check-in volunteers weren't near as positive as I was. No. I was I was encouraging the entire time. Like thirty one eighty seven, not happening. <laughs> Take your backpack and your shirt and leave. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But thank you for volunteering. I did thank every oh. volunteer that I saw. Well, even, they, even the one that pushed you down the road. He, he didn't want to do the paperwork. <laughs> So did you did you learn anything on this uh, on this journey, Sherry? I learned where you should store your nutrition. You know, you can get, you can wax philosophical, but I think you know you could. Like, I'm not an athlete. Like, I, I, you know, what I mean, like, it just it's mind over matter. You know, and I, I told Greg tonight, I'm like, when you do your seventy point three, and he he laughed, he laughed really hard. But you know, I, I can't wait for the next one. Later. I guess I can wait then, right? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had fun. I had fun. Kind of. Everything I owned at the bottom of a porta potty in Verona. This is great. This yeah. has been super. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. Great um, stories. Yeah. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It is available on incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or Podbean, wherever you get your pod. Search Talking in the number two. No G, no space. We have a page on Facebook. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. If if you're a new listener and you're wondering why our merch on Zazzle is award-winning, it's because we gave ourselves an award, so it's award-winning merch. Um, you can leave us a voicemail like Doug did at 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. And the website, as always, is TalkingToTodd.com. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell your friends. And as always, send us your feedback at feedback at talkingtotodd.com, even though nobody does that. Todd? I, I just, I'm just doing a quick look here. This is Bicycling Magazine. Uh, one of the fastest, one of the fastest triathlon, triathlon bikes money can buy. Now, my thought would be, I could probably fix that. I get on it. It's not one of the fastest you can buy, but um, like that's a bold claim that they're making. But, but Dwayne, we're going to play, we're just going to play a, a, a game here. Yep. So this oh, is the, this, game. this is the specialized S works shiv. That sounds terrible. Disc. bike. Yeah. So it is the pinnacle of aero design from specialized. It pulled out all of the stops to create this wind cheating machine. 
This is from 2020. Do you want to do you want to guess what the suggested retail price was for the specialized S-Works Shiv Disc bike? Um, can I make this bike out of a broken toothbrush in prison? No, no. Well, you could, but you're going to need a lot of you're going to need a whole lot of toothbrushes. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's say. Hell, I don't know, the foggiest idea. $12,500. Oh, you were so close. You were so close. It comes in at $13,000. And the thing that I... I Hey, 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 hey. I was close. (laughs) Yes, you were incredibly close. And my thought... (laughs) You usually say that with so much sarcasm in your voice. And this time, I was actually close. And I meant it. I meant it. It turns out that sarcastic (laughs) me and, and sincere me have the exact same voice. So, you know what? That's something you learned this week. You can spend $13,000 on a machine for the road that you have to power yourself. Yeah, yeah, for that, for that, for that to be the fastest, one of the fastest ways to get around, that thing had better have an accelerator. <laughs> do you know, do you know how many 1986 red sprees I could buy for that $13,000? I could buy 26 of them right now. Greg's potato car. I mean, you could at least buy like 26 of them. I have. Oh, absolutely. I could. And I can guarantee you, however, that the $13,000 bike is significantly faster than the 1984 Red Spree, even brand new. Even even if uh, Dwayne was riding it? Pretty much at this point, just point it downhill and this thing would go way, way past that moped. Oh, well, if you if you have suggestions for anything else that we could buy with $13,000, which ain't Google money, but hey, you know what is send them our way. We'll talk about them next week right here on Talking to Todd. By the way, Sherry, if you're going to continue competing, you may want to look at this $13,000 bike. And here's why. I mean, there's a lot of nice stuff and it talks about it's aerodynamic and it's weight and the carbon fiber and the blah, blah, blah. But it also features specialized hydration and nutrition fuel cell systems, which, (laughs) which are little hatches in the frame that allow you to store all the food and drink you need for long bike legs and training sessions. Problem solved. You're welcome. Talking to Todd. So they don't end up at the bottom Bottom of the toilet porta potty in Verona. Verona. Right. (laughs) 